is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we are. It's a Thursday at the Star in Frisco. We are one week away from opening day, opening night in the National Football League. This is Mick Schatz, Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola shooting a fist into the air as we are one week away. <laughs> what is it, uh, 29 hours that day, right? 29, <laughs> four, four more hours or five more hours until that particular time, right? A week and, and five hours. There you go. Right, a week, a week and, and five hours. Yeah, because it is right? 2 o'clock Central Starts Time right now. And so whatever. Kick off at 7. Something like that. Yeah. yeah the yeah. pregame hype will be. Well, the pregame hype is already starting on this edition <laughs> of Mix Shots as the Cowboys are back on the practice. That was this summer. Right. We started that this, this spring. Right. We started and the head the coach And the head coach <laughs> said, it's extremely exciting meeting today. This is the kickoff to the regular season, meaning today's practice kicks off the hmm. regular season. There you go. And do we ever have a lot to get to on this edition of Mixed Shots? This has been a couple of days since we've been here. And at the close of the show on Tuesday, the cuts came down. And uh, since then, the roster maneuvering has taken place. And like several other teams in the league, the Cowboys have decided to go without any kickers or punters, <laughs> right? We're changing the game. Oh, so there's a little humor to that line by Bill We're Jones. We're blazing our own trail. I saw, I saw something pop up my phone on Google, and, and it was a story about Dan Campbell, the Detroit Lions, that uh, he decided to uh, basically do what the Cowboys did with their punter and their deep snapper. They waived them. They didn't have to go through waivers, uh, but they needed to move guys from the 53 onto IR that's a short-term return. So they cut the kickers. <laughs> because they're not going to be signed by anybody else. Right. They're veteran guys. They don't have to go through waivers exactly. or anything. It's just the way the Cowboys did with Brian Anger and Jake McQuaid. Okay. So somebody... On that website that Which Bill's is called, looking at. What's the website called? Fansighted. 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 Wrote a story that Dan Campbell doesn't like kickers, and he's going to be going for two after touchdowns <laughs> and going for it on fourth down because he doesn't have any kickers on the roster. <laughs> Fansighted and overhyped. Right? <laughs> it's, Every it's, move is and overhyped. Now, do, do, do the be... same thing I did? I thought it was a tongue-in-cheek story. I, I, I still haven't figured out. Is this a satire <laughs> website? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm reading the story. Um, believe me, Randy Bullock and Zane Gonzalez have to be shocked they were both cut. Nothing makes your football team tougher than going for two every time because kicking is weak. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, and that sounds like something Dan Campbell would say. Right. So uh-huh. it, it gives it some legitimacy. That's right. But because you know Campbell, right? Well, no, we're not. We're, we're going gonna, for we're gonna be time. biting we're off not, knees. Yes. We're going to be. Yeah, we're going to be this I'm kind not, of team. I'm not falling for this, Mickey. <laughs> no, this oh, is a satire, it's a satire website. Okay. All right. I think. I think. At least I that think, story is a satire. I okay. think the. The, the guy that wrote it, 
I think he believes his hype. I truly <laughs> think that guy that wrote it believes his hype. Well, maybe it, maybe it is comedy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I refuse to believe it's nothing but comedy. Well, well before, there was before, no comedy around <laughs> here today, by golly. Hey, but let me let me get back. Let me get to something, guys. I I'm on my family WhatsApp, and they were talking about the ESPN game, high school game. Between IMG, oh. where my former, my former teammate, Pepper Johnson, happens to be the head coach, and he played against the team. Sycamore. What is Bishop happening, Sycamore. man? Can somebody tell me what happened? I've listened to the story, I've read the story, and I still don't get it. That's that, crazy. That, that was a satire football game. Yes, that was, it, it was. That was. Come on, man. How did they sneak this by? I don't, I don't understand I don't this. know how. It was a bogus high school football team. Uh, made up of whoever they could play or get on the Juco team. Juco dropouts. I, I heard some of the guys were like 20, 20 30 years old. Am I, is that true? I don't know how old they were, but they got their butt kicked. Like, And they still lost. And <laughs> they had a game scheduled for this weekend with Duncanville. So how do you pull that off? I think, you know, it's a, it's a new school it's a basically online classes. For high school. Uh, for high school. And it's not sanctioned by the state of Ohio. Okay. I'm thinking they probably it probably started with good intentions, and then they got a deal to play on ESPN and then didn't have enough players or whatever, and so they had an added player. I have no idea. Bishop, but, Sycam- but anyway, Bishop Sycamore. Right. Yeah. And and uh, what was... Sounds holy, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> so yeah, right there, you're going to get in the door, right? Whatever happens after that, you know, it's up to you. So they, I heard they signed uh, Cam Newton, too, so that was another thing. But apparently, and I didn't watch the game, but, but, but uh, apparently as the game went on, the announcers started realizing that the they, talent they had level... Had. The talent level wasn't what was advertised, and then they started Googling and searching, and they couldn't find these players on recruit. How does this not happen before the game is even scheduled? How right? did ESPN yeah. get duped? This is what I, I'm talking that, about. That, that's the amazing that's thing about it. That's the amazing it. thing about it. But it was twice, because they had Duncanville Once again, scheduled Duncanville this weekend. Scheduled. Yeah. And then they caught on to it, and it's like, but no, was that game going to be televised, it. though? Yeah, I believe so. Well, uh, Wasn't this one televised? That, yeah, oh, that, that one was. was. So that's why... I just can't believe that in your normal preparation for the game that you wouldn't discover this. Uh, The head coach has an active warrant for him. Now, come on, man. An actual warrant for his arrest. Isn't this world This is an amazing world, isn't it? The sports world, too. It's so colorful nowadays. I love it. All right. Uh, That's Mickey's Minute, okay? (laughs) That's Mickey's Minute. Wow. That was off off the walls, Minute. Yeah, Yeah. that's crazy, though. (laughs) Definitely worth it. Surely worth it. (laughs) Okay, so So, where where do we start? Well, let's start with the roster adjustments that uh, did take place. Uh, today. Uh, so the guys, three of the guys the Cowboys had on the COVID-19 list, um, C.D. Lamb, DeMonte KZ, Carlos Watkins, have come off COVID and they practice today. Excellent. So to make room uh, for those guys, they had to move and they ended up moving a half dozen guy guys from uh, the uh, 53-man roster mm-hmm. to the COVID list. Uh, I mean, to, to the, the IR, IR list. Right, right. Off the, those IR, guys coming yeah. off the COVID. And they went to IR. So let me make sure I get it right here. 
Uh, so the guys they moved were kickers: Neville Gallimore, <laughs> Josh Ball, Malik Turner, uh, Sean McEwen, Kelvin Joseph, and Francis Bernard. All okay. those guys, six guys, they moved to uh, IR, designated to return. So it's called DTR. DTR. Designated, designated to, to return. return. That's cute. And so they have to miss three weeks. And Just so, three. And they were all dealing with injuries. So at least three. And you can keep them there longer. At the most six? Is that No, no. These, no. these they can be on as long they can, as they need to be on. As long on. as they need to and, be on. And it's a, it's, they changed the rules with COVID as for, because you can have unlimited number of people that go on the um, the injured reserve during the season. During the season. Now, it's just different than those who are placed on injured reserve prior to they're the 53 the, man. They're yeah. done. They're out they're for they're the year. Toast. So, right. right. For yes. instance, Hunter Nice Wander, mm-hmm. the right. punter. So. so so these guys and some of them are getting close. I saw Josh Ball working on the cor- ball uh, working on the cord. So he's getting a little closer. Uh, Malik Turner was running uh, and uh, one other guy. Oh, Gallimore was starting to to get on the field and do some good rehab type stuff. So these guys are out at least the Tampa Bay game, the Charger game and, and the, the Eagle, Eagle game. game. Okay. Right. And then if they're healthy enough, you can start making uh, moves. So anyway, those, those, they made those moves. They had the three guys come off, uh, and then they, they uh, claimed on waivers uh, Will Greer, the quarterback, was at Carolina. Uh, they claimed Corey Clement, the running back, got cut by the Giants. And... You know, I thought they'd get Devontae Freeman. Yeah, but you I know what? I don't think special teams. special teams was the deciding factor because this guy was a so like all four, all four special teams right. he would play. Uh, and so was there one other move they made? They put two more guys on the practice squad. Um, I saw this guy work out, uh, Breland Speaks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, defensive end and Ian Bunting, a tight end. They put them on the practice squad. So I, I think they have one more spot on the practice squad. Right they now. do because uh, Alarcon does not count against right. the practice squad number. Oh, I know what the other thing was, and they brought uh, and they re-signed, uh, re-signed McQuaid. Jake McQuaid, Jake the McQuaid. long snapper. So they've got one more Who move. Mickey's not convinced about. <laughs> I knew that name he's gotta sounded be per- familiar. He's got to be perfect, right? Uh, and then, and then they think Connor Williams will be off COVID uh, by the time they practice on Sunday. So that'll uh, they have to make room for him. So anyway, uh, so that that's the that one, and then they got to bring back uh, Brian Anger. Punter, the punter who didn't need to practice today, right. clearly. And I'm, I'm wondering, they did a long interview with Azur uh, Kamara out there, and I was just wondering, do, do you think he was on the 53 just as a place setter, hmm. you know, just to have a warm body there, and then? Well, he, he played well. Well, you know what? He's bigger yeah. than I thought. When uh-huh. I saw him play, he plays short. I, I didn't realize he was like six five. Maybe is he really? I, what, he does not look six five. No. Let me see. What do they got him listed at? Six four. Six, six no six three. They, well, this one says six three. You may yeah. have six four. And he's two fifty. He doesn't look That's that big. That's bigger than I thought. He yeah. Also. And he said they wanted him another fifteen pounds. So 
But it's a nice story. It's a great hard knocks deal. You know, he talked about. But maybe it's more than that. But maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's. I just thought, you know, with the amount of uh, defensive ends they have on this roster, mm-hmm. they they only had three defensive tackles, and one of them was on COVID. Well, now Carlos Watkins is back. At some point, they'll get Neville Gallimore back. Uh, and then well, they had, clearly the defensive they had Bohanna, position. They is, had Bohanna, and they put uh, Justin Hamilton on uh, the practice squad. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of short on defense. It could tackles. be just the emphasis that Quinn might be putting on the edge rushers. Well, they can move some of them inside. Okay. Brett uh, Urban could play inside. What's, uh, and what's Basham's status? I, I did not see him out there. But he's on the 53. He, yeah, he was not placed on IR, and no. there was speculation that he might be one he of those placed be, on. So the, he may be the place setter in case Basham is, isn't ready to go. And they, they had got. Golston out there, so mm-hmm. they took him off the pup list. Yep. Um, so, But Camaro would, would fit more the Basham. Uh, yes, yes. So know. maybe till Basham gets back or whatever, mm-hmm. or is ready to go. Right. And he is uh, at, at uh, the combine. He was measured six three and one quarter inch tall and two hundred and forty two pounds. Kamara. At that Kamara was. He's growing. He, He's he, growing. He ran a four five nine. Eight well at training camp. Well, okay. In comparison, but he's a special teams. Demarcus guy right Ware. Now. What was his uh, numbers coming out? He was physically. around. I want to say two fifty. Mm-hmm. He was. He was two six four two fifty one. And Randy Gregory was like two thirty five. Right. Mm-hmm. So we can't compare him. That's a special case because yeah. we know Randy can work. Yeah. Yeah. And how's he doing, by the way, Randy? Gregory? Uh, I can't wait till this thing starts. Uh, I just think he's going to explode this year. People are going to be surprised about his speed and. He's like Gumby, you know. He could come around that corner and he contorts his body and he doesn't fall. You know, you know how Taco Charlton tried to do that, yes. and he would always lose his feet yes. and slide out. Gregory's got something on the side of his feet to keep him upright. He, I, I just think he's amazing. If, if, he, if he has a good year, I will not be surprised. Which, by the way, Kansas City cut Taco too. That was a while back, oh, a week or so. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't, he didn't land it. with anyone? I have not seen him being picked up pick by up. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. What and does that say about Taco Charlton? You know who else got cut after they brought him back? Everson Griffin. Mm-hmm. That he, was by he, design with Minnesota. I mean, that was one of those where you cut you cut him, nobody's going to pick him up. And then they, and, and, and they move someone and not to guarantee his first – maybe his first No, he's week. already been signed back. Oh, he got back. He, he okay. signed back, so it was just a one day to get someone to IR because no one I thought he already gonna, flamed out there. No, no. Zimmer's going to give him every opportunity, and plus, he's, plus in, he's he been in that system. At home in that well, system. that's the, that's that's the thing. The main problem. Well, I, I don't know. We weren't out there to know exactly what was going on with him, but the system clearly did not fit uh, Griffin here. No one fit that system. <laughs> we gave up historic numbers. Took the Come words on, right out of my mouth. <laughs> let's not. We can't judge any of those guys right. from last year. Okay, right. on what they're going to do this year. Let's not do right. that. <laughs> and so he's back home with Minnesota okay. in the same system, and so we'll see how he does this year. Okay, so I, I think, you know, the, my first line to my column yesterday was, nothing the Cowboys did made me go, oh my. Right, like, there were oh, no I'm surprises, shocked, right? right, no shocking. And not even the fact that they, they picked up Will Greer. You know, I, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an inexpensive, it didn't cost them anything to get him, right? 
He's $140,000 less than keeping Gil, uh, Gary, Gilbert. Gilbert. Mm-hmm. But I think they know what Gilbert is. You know, and I think this is kind of a research project. Well, Let's see and they what this know, guy is. They know about something him. about Greer, exactly. too, because he was uh, Doug Nussmeyer's quarterback at Florida. his first year at Florida in 2015. 15. And uh, uh, that's when Nussmeyer became the offensive coordinator there. And if you go back and look at what Will Greer did there, he did very well the first month of the season there. Six in, games. In fact, uh, in a game against Ole Miss, threw for four touchdown passes, no picks. and I mean, he had good numbers overall in those six games. It, only three picks, nine touchdown passes. And uh, then he was suspended for PEDs. Uh, and so he tested end, positive, and it was, a, it was something that was in an over-the-count that's what I was going to ask you. That he you was can't taking. just put all of those in one category. Right. right. You know what I mean? There are mistakes that are made and sometimes exceptions that will get you in trouble. Yeah, and you're probably 18, 19 years old, and you're trying he to put on He was a redshirt freshman He was a redshirt freshman. That means he's a sense of urgency. He's yeah. trying to get to where he needs to get right away physically. And he played well for, yes. for right. And so he was there, and so that was early October, and the NCAA rules at that time, it was, it was a year-long suspension. And so Correct. he was suspended the last six games of that season, and then the first six games of the next year. In the meantime, I don't remember who the court quarterback was that took over at Florida, he decided because there was already he was going to be suspended the first six games of the next year, so he was having no chance of winning the starting job there. He decided to transfer to West Virginia. Okay. And sat out his year for transfer. Had to yeah, sit out a year for transferring. So now we're to twenty seventeen. And then there was an issue about okay, because he served the last half of that suspension. Um, <laughs> did that count as a whole year? Yeah, did that count right. because he couldn't play anyway. Right. It was his transfer year. And, and anyway, he, play, he played well for West Virginia. Two years at West Virginia. And so well that he was a third-round draft pick no, of the Carolina I, I've Panthers. seen him play. And so in, I in, heard, in college, he was amazing. And I heard the Cowboys had a very good evaluation on him. So I said, third round, was that? And they go, yeah, third round. And, and so, okay, so think about it. Over the course of the last however many years you want to put it, <laughs> How many quarterbacks have been in this building who have been higher than a fourth-round oh draft pick? I got one in Andy Dalton. He was mm-hmm. a second-round mm-hmm. pick last year. Right. So go back in history. And then Quincy Carter was a second-round draft pick 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so now you got Vinny and Drew Bledsoe that came in here. Uh, but there aren't very many quarterbacks who have been in this building who were greater than a fourth-round draft pick, including the starting quarterback right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something. And, and, <laughs> and, Romo, and Romo being an undrafted free agent mm-hmm. as a rookie. So the, the previous high bef- – uh, uh, and I don't know the number in the fourth, but it have been um, the guy from A&M. They drafted Stephen McGee. Stephen he McGee. was early fourth round. Yeah. He was higher than Prescott. Yeah. Who's yeah. one thirty-five? So <laughs> this guy was a third round. Now and Scouts. so the, you know the, the the familiarity that helped Greer get here is what cost him in Carolina because he got drafted in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. In twenty twenty, they changed staff. Right, Matt Rule took over, and he chose uh, P.J. Walker, who I saw play at Globe Life Park in the XFL against whoever Dallas, what were they? The Renegades. The, the Renegades. How can say, you forget Bob Stoops? Bob Stoops, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he was he, he took over the game with, with, with the, his ability to run and throw. 
And so guess what? He played for Matt Rule in college. Okay. P.J. Walker Temple? was the Temple quarterback and was really good there. So you so, know that the Cowboys scouting department probably figured they had their eye on that Carolina quarterbacking situation throughout training camp. Because they, everything I read, it was a dead heat for the backup job uh, behind uh, Sam Darnold. And, of course, he went with the guy he was familiar with, P.J. Walker, and they cut Will Greer. And, and now, I'm if sure I'm not mistaken, Will one. Greer, uh, black-haired kid, right? I remember him. He was very good. He was just very good. Oh, at West Virginia. He was, at West Virginia. He was, he was like was newcomer of the year yes, in 2017. Yes, he had a lot of heart, a lot of comebacks and all of that. He did very well. Now He couldn't be a first-team quarterback, though, because he was in the same conference as Oklahoma. Oh, was that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah. And I should have known that being a, a Sooner fan. Uh, but here's, here's my thing. What are, what are his true dimensions? Because when you start looking at quarterbacks, you got to be able to take the heat, first of all. And I thought that was kind of Danucci's problem. He was the quintessential college quarterback trying to make it in the pros. This is just my opinion. Uh, didn't quite have the arm, didn't quite have the technique, and we found out a few more things about him. What is Will Greer's uh, physical – what are the physical numbers on six, him? He's only 6'1". Six, six, one. No, so no, 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 no. He looked, no, petite. No. He looked it, petite on the field. He is uh, at the combine, which you, you go by the combine numbers, okay, Six, two and a half. Well, this is the roster that came out here today, and they got him listed at six one. Okay, yeah, so see, they probably the West Virginia. So up. they probably borrowed that from the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. I'm guessing that's six. from the West. That's from West Virginia. That's, so, that's from. But the combine number is they six, measure you. They six, don't mess around. Yeah, and, with the and it's consistent. But you wouldn't know about the combine. No, no. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> and the other thing about the combine, it's a consistent measurement. Okay, and uh, six two and a half two seventeen is what he. Measured at the so combine. they got him here six one two twenty. He's a little bigger than me. I, I tell mean, you what, he had, I saw watch him throw. He's got a live arm. And no, he had, a, he had a good too. preseason. Accurate too. as well. Yeah, yeah. Good preseason. And I will say this: he was as almost as close, or probably as close as you can get to a fourth round pick. He was the one hundredth pick <laughs> in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they everybody's like, well, why would you do that instead of Cam Newton? And it's like, and then why would you keep? Ben DiNucci on the practice squad. Well, I'm thinking, just looking around what's happened to quarterbacks in this league, in this COVID area, you better have as many arms on your team as possible because you never know. And legs. What arms if, and legs. What if one one catches it, tests positive, and the other one's a close contact and hasn't been vaccinated? Then you lose two guys. I got another thing for you. Who are the second and third games on the schedule? The Chargers and the Eagles. Right. Herbert can move. Yeah. And exactly. Jay, and Jalen Hurts. And so now you got a guy in the practice squad could simulate the quarterback you're going to play. I was going to say, he reminds me of Herbert. Mm-hmm. That's who Will Greer reminded me of. He plays. No, like, I mean, but, but we're, we're talking about Danucci as being a scout team quarterback. Oh, okay. I got yeah. yeah. No, yeah. But, but I was going to say, yeah. I was wanting to, to think of the Chargers uh, quarterback. That's who Will Greer well, and, reminded and, me of. And maybe in Will Greer is that scout team quarterback that week. And weekend, he could be. You know? And he went to summer school today because mm-hmm. uh, Nussmeyer took him over to the side and they had one on one, and Kellen Moore took over the quarterback. Okay. Role. So okay. they pulled him out. And uh, they, they are extremely similar in how they play. Yeah. And here's another one I needed to bring up 
So I saw where Phil Sims has his doubts about how healthy <laughs> I was gonna bring this Dak up. Prescott is, right? Because <laughs> he sees him throwing on hard knocks. And? And hard knocks has not showed, and I bet this is by design, anything that Dak's doing. Right, and so he's saying, "Yeah, the things I saw on Hard Knocks, he's not thrown with any he, velocity." That's BS. He wasn't letting it out. Yeah, yeah, he, he wasn't. wasn't letting letting it we go. saw it. We saw it. He was and, chucking and, and, it. And so the last, and if you think about it, the last, this last episode Tuesday, they showed him throw one kind of deep pass, but they didn't show how far it was. And then the other one that he threw about forty yards to Dalton Schultz, right on the money. Mm-hmm. He threw on the run. They showed him scrambling. Wow. They saw him throw the ball. It was in the air, and then it went to something else. It never showed where it came down, right? So they, and, and you're hearing, here to tell the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that, that it fell so far short of the mark, <laughs> right? <laughs> by God, don't he, worry about Dex. Hey, he passes. By, he can't. By God, deep. he overthrew the guy. <laughs> no, no, he. You know, they underthrew. It's, so it's, it's, it's evident to me just watching him out there he that he can't throw ready, that ball yeah. more than ten yeah, yards down. I would sit down, down on those routes if I were exactly. you guys. Exactly. Hey, yeah. if, 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 if Tampa Bay is stupid enough to believe what they see, trust on me, that, the DC is not that. No, 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 he is not no. stupid. He's the head coach in waiting there too. You know, it's like. Phil, come on. Jeez. I couldn't believe We ran that uh, on last night on, on or at 6 o'clock yesterday on our sportscast. It was part of a – Was it a soundbite? It was a soundbite, yeah. And it was part of uh, CBS. The uh, CBS talent had their media day yesterday. And so we heard from Romo and uh, and Phil Sims was in that group. <clears throat> well, I just and, burned my bridges with CBS now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing. If you know – if you're one of those detractors, you know – and you see that Dak is going through what he's going through, you're going to wish for him to have some type of controversy. It could be week six. It could be week ten. It could be towards the end of the season. Well, I knew it. Yeah, I, I, I told you. And, yeah. I mean, come on, man. You can't win with that. That's like Stephen A. Smith saying, well, the Cowboys – they're not going to do anything. Well, yeah, if we don't go to the Super Bowl, then it's going to be a disaster anyway for this season, according to him. If we don't go all the way, then there's always going to be a failure in his eyes, and he can always say, I told you so. So it has nothing to do with the team or the person. It has to do with those detractors. That's it. Okay, I got all this stuff off my chest. There you go. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and the point that Phil Sims was making yes. was he felt like that uh, an ankle injury coming off an ankle injury can affect other parts of your body. And it and, did him. Yeah. yeah. He right. had a foot injury, and then he, had, he woke up the next day and – after throwing, and he had a sore arm, and he blamed it on his foot because he wasn't then, planning. When he hurt his Achilles? Are you talking it, about Sims? It, it didn't yes. say. Yeah. It just said foot. Yeah, I was, was there. Achilles. Achilles was there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah. Against what Buffalo. You, what do you recall about his velocity? His velocity was okay. I picked him up <laughs> after the injury. <laughs> it was okay. It was like, a, you know, I could give you a pressure point. You know, it was pretty good. Right there. <laughs> so how far into the season was that? That was uh, week 11 against the Buffalo Bills. And it was the best thing ever happened That was us. 90. That was 90. That was the best thing happened to us. That, so, that was, you know how it is. When you, when you whoa, have whoa, team, whoa. Here, here's the other point on that. Who was his backup? Uh, Hostetler. And where did he go to college? West Virginia. <laughs> where did Will Greer go to college? West Virginia. There Get out of here. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. No, it was just that we, he wasn't moving. He wasn't moving before. He was never a mobile quarterback. Yeah, right. So the problem you had with that was 
they were starting to figure us out. You know, we couldn't throw, we couldn't run, we couldn't do anything. Here comes Hostetler. He's all over the place. So now we can do bootlegs and things of that nature to where the defense got all discombobulated. And, of course, with our defense, all we had to do was give him more and more chances, which is what we were made to do. And so that was the best thing happened to us. And, and, and you and saw the difference between that Super Bowl that, yeah, that how, they how had that against Denver versus they had against us. I think like a field goal or something that came down to a missed field goal or something. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't and, remember. And it was I, just a, remember, I just remember blacking out. A championship I think I blacked out with like three seconds to go. Wide right. A championship <laughs> right. season with a backup quarterback from West Virginia. Oh, wait a minute. As now, the Cowboys and, and start the, this season at the same site or the same city, and you, you gotta you gotta go with OJ Anderson. You gotta <laughs> go with OJ Anderson. We had a backup running back as well, not just a backup quarterback, but a backup running back because Rodney Hampton went down. And then the next year, Hostetler showed what he could do over sixteen no, games. We don't need the West Virginia quarterback to do anything <laughs> next year. We, we need it for insurance this year. This is this is like Hogaboom. This is another Hogaboom story. That's right. <laughs> Overexposed. Right. <laughs> All right, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. <laughs> Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located on the west side of AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy $5 12-ounce beers, yard games, Dallas Cowboy cheerleader performances, and more. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse. Your tailgate just got jealous. Mm-hmm. He sounds like you, Bill. I like the inflection. Uh-huh. I do, too. I think he's just well won placed. the starting job. Yes. <laughs> Mickey, you're going to do the next read, too. Yeah, Fan of the year. 
Yeah, there you go. All right. Might nominate you guys. You know, and for fans, you can't tell the players without a program, right? you got to have the numbers. Okay? Mickey, do you have those numbers? I if do you have don't, the numbers. I, we've got some number changes. Let me first start off with this. Everson, of course, you wore number 24. Yes, if you had a preference to change from 24 to a single-digit number or a number in the teens, like the new rules allow you to do right now, uh, what number would you have gone with? Number nine. Number nine. That's my number in college. Loved it. They call me uh, to this day. They call me just just little nine. They didn't have number rules in college. No, no, no. They never, never, no. Still don't. Yeah, still don't. No, no. That we were we were nine. My my strong safety was number six. And so, yeah, we like those those uh, single numbers. Baseball numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some rules, I, I guess, on offensive linemen. I mean, you can't have yeah, an offensive lineman running. But know. D linemen, there are no that rules. That can do whatever. Oregon yeah. takes advantage. I got this big dude. He's big as this dog on table here. I'd He's love, wearing number six. I'd love all that. It looks I, weird. It I, looks weird. I, I so love you, defensive linemen wearing single <laughs> digits. That shows they're bad. <laughs> so if you had number 27, what would you take? If I had number 27? I used to have 27 in training camp. Oh, yeah? When I first got there, that was my number. What was Ron Fellows doing? <laughs> well, Fellows, I don't know what the hell his number was, but I had on 27. I yeah, he, he was 27. Yeah. They gave it to me initially. Yeah, I don't I, even that, know That didn't bode well for the free agent coming in when <laughs> when the veterans already got that well, number. Well, let's just be real. Eventually, the free agent ended up jumping right over. <laughs> but he that was a guy from where did he go to school? Where did Ron Fellows go to school? University Missouri. of Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So that was when reason. the rookies were there. Yes. Yeah, of the rookies And he were wasn't there. much of a veteran. I yeah, they would have been, been very first close. First or second year. Yeah. Who was that? Fellows? Fellows. He came in with me. That's what I was going to say. He was in together. Okay. And he made a position change because at Missouri he was a wide receiver. He was a wide receiver. That's right. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, he, and a good but he, one he too. came here as a defensive back and punt returner. Okay, so the punt returner. Oh, yeah. he could run. He could run. Okay, so, so Mickey's point number seven now, who had been twenty-seven, is Trayvon Diggs. Okay, uh, Jabril Cox goes from forty-eight to fourteen. That's strange. Four, that is the linebacker strange. wearing number fourteen. I don't like the number seven. I just don't. It doesn't. I don't it's, know. It's not. It's hard. To, it's yeah, hard to get used to. It's more of a quarterback thing yeah. to me. Yeah. Now that's what he wore at Alabama. And yeah. So okay. Nashawn. Same. Same reasoning you have for number nine. Nashawn Wright went from forty to twenty-five. I like that. I like that better yeah. for Nashawn yeah, Wright. Like that look, yeah. I didn't like forty. I didn't like forty at all. Uh, now, forty looks like a guy barely made the team. J. Ron Curse went from thirty-two to twenty-seven. I like that. I like twenty-seven on him. Azur Mc. Kamara, I think he was 43. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. He's 54 now. He's going to be white. He's going to look bigger now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, right? <laughs> that's about all it does for him. And wait, and you know, let's be real, guys. You're just throwing these numbers out. I know. Nobody's throwing out number 12. You know, who's going to have what number 12? About 54. 54 yeah. is a pretty somebody that, that's asked where I was for going. Yeah. 50, why would you just throw out a 54? Well, that, like might that? Be, that might be why he's a place setter right now. <laughs> that, that, was, that was your clue. <laughs> just throwing out these Hall of Fame numbers, all time Cowboys. They, gave they might as well have given him 74, huh? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, stop. <laughs> they gave Corey Clement 43. Okay. Uh, and then there's one more. Where's it at? Oza. Oh, oh Diggy Zua. Mm-hmm. 75. He's now 97. I like that. He you know wasn't, what? I like he that. wasn't big on 75. So he's taking, he's taking uh, what was that? Was it Anderson? 
Who had 97? Someone had 97 already. Uh, Rondell Carter. Carter. Thank yeah. you, Rondell Carter. That's right, who got picked yeah. up by Arizona. Oh, but, he's gone? Yes, yeah. yes. And, well, uh, I, I see why. Yeah, because he kicked butt against Arizona. That's how it goes. <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh-huh. That, um, I do like uh, defensive linemen all being in the same 90s. Range, 90s because, and one of the reasons is sometimes it's hard – on the fly to detect who's who, you know, if you've got similar numbers, you know, you got 97, 99, 92, they all kind of look alike. You know, the, the best defensive lineman in the wide receiver number? Buck Buchanan. He's number 86. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that's a big number for a big man. That's uh-huh. a big number for. A that's big why man. I think you know w- with uh, Bohanna ninety eight. That's a good that's number. A great uh-huh. number. Right? He's huge. He's fills huge. it out. Uh-huh. He should be ninety nine. Yep, sure. Justin Hamilton. Justin he, Hamilton. He fills it out too. Yeah. yeah, and he's on the practice squad now. Yeah. So th- that one wasn't available unless you wanted to pay something yeah, for it. Yeah, man. It, but the, the strangest, and I agree with you. It's going to take some getting used to. There's going to be a lot of cornerbacks in the league now wearing single digits. That's mm-hmm. going to take some getting used. Because we're just frustrated wide receivers. Mm-hmm. That's all we are. <laughs> but the one that I have a problem with is Jabril Cox, number fourteen. That doesn't. That doesn't. That's probably the number he wore. Uh-huh. Well, college. it seems very college. Number nineteen at LSU. At LSU, he was nineteen yes. at it's LSU. It's very college. It looks. College. What about North North Dakota State? Was he that? was at North Dakota yeah. State. Yeah. Off to do a. Did not look at his number. I just blew that one. Yeah. He came in with half the information. Yeah. So, I'm all a, right. There's your numbers. Okay. No, I I I loved uh, I loved my single number at Grand. He was 42. Jabril Cox was 42 and in see, North Dakota State. Better, to me, that's a better number than 14 for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it was available. 48 wasn't bad. It really mm-hmm. wasn't. I, I just don't know. Uh, Joe Thomas, right? Yep. I saw he got released too. I wonder if he got resigned. I have not. I have not seen whether he got Joe resigned Tyler's my or not. Dude. I was the only yep. one who liked him last year. <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted to play him. And did you notice Damian Wilson playing uh, for Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah, sure. He's starting starts linebacker. at linebacker. Yeah, after two going to back to back Super Bowls in Kansas City, must be nice. Mm-hmm. These guys ring now. It's just for the moment. right. Thomas may be sitting out the first week. Okay. Oh, he may, okay. He may be one of those sitting out yeah, the first week. Not guarantee the salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, let I, me give you a little okay. injury report. Go for also. it. So, uh, I think I mentioned Malik Turner was yes, doing some did. rehab. Uh, Lael Collins did not get back into practice. They're hoping by Sunday they're being cautious. Uh, he said Jim Maurer decided that they need to keep him out. Yeah, how concerning is this? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, although I'm, I'm not happy Mike, with this Mike, at all. Mike thought that you know he, he would be there Sunday. And I saw him doing rehab, so he was running, but it was a stinger. So you hate to hear those things. Uh, Donovan Wilson was on the cords. Um, they hoped, hoped to get him back. Uh, groin. Groin. Um, so he was moving pretty well on the cords. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, and you're not able to watch the entire practice now, anymore. You just yeah. the first portion of practice. And they had Golston dress. Yeah, but he would. I can tell if you're not out there with your pads on. Right, right. You're probably not running back in and and put him put him on. C.J. Goodwin uh, was doing. He's been out for a couple weeks, uh, and he was dressed, had pads on, and was practicing with the. Uh, special teams. So that kind of gives you an idea of where uh, some of the guys are. Uh, and 
when we went out at 11:30, it was 92 degrees, with a feel like of 106. This is crazy, man. I thought we were going to like die it down a little bit. The humidity bit. was supposed to get to 61 percent this afternoon. You know, I have a, a shed that I was putting together outside. You quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's like, hey, uh, how about that shit? Like, how about it? You know, you're welcome to it. Yeah. I'm not going out there. You, you would have to maybe start November. about 6 a.m. Yeah. in the morning. It's, right? got, it's got no... <laughs> That we're going to start on that project after <laughs> Halloween. I got the walls up. I'm just not about the connection, though. It's crazy. <laughs> um, all right. I did a little Zoom with a reporter from Tampa today. Remember Casey Phillips? Yes. Casey Phillips interned here with the Cowboys. Yes. And she's from here, and she's now a reporter uh, for the Tampa wait, Bay Buccaneers. Wait, you mean from the show? Yeah, the studio yeah. show. That's yes. my girl. Yeah. She's gone? She's at Tampa now. Oh, yeah. She's been gone. She's been all over. Has yeah. she? Yeah. That's good. Was she air, where was Well, she before that, she was with the Rams. The Rams. And then the Washington the Wizards. Cool and young lady. Cool yeah. young lady. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, so we did a little preview of next week's game. And um, she's got a Super Bowl ring, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. They are. She's in her their media, they are, media, media department. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. And, and she emceed the ring ceremony and everything. Did she She's really? moving oh, on up goodness. in the world. And so anyway, um, especially coming off a of preseason in which things are going very well for Tampa Bay, their last preseason game, Brady was 11 out of 14. Levante David had nine tackles in one quarter against the Texans. They are in regular season form. So that's going to be one of the big storylines this coming week is how ready the Bucks are and how we don't know anything about the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about the last show. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, worried. I'm not worried about what we're going to do offensively, you know, I'm really not, even though they have a good defense. I think we can hold up against their defense better than they uh, – I'm more worried about how we handle Brady and how we handle the running game, how we handle their consistency and the different opportunities. That's the thing about good defense. You give your offense many opportunities. Brady was feasting on that last year. His defense gave him many opportunities to come back and and redo any mistakes he made. And that's what you got to worry about. You so, know, they asked uh, Osa, mm-hmm. Digizua, mm-hmm. about facing Brady. Uh, and I think somebody pointed out, you know, how, that he – he's almost been in the league as long as you've been alive and and he said yeah it's crazy he's playing he's playing football before i knew what it was um and but he went on to say you know the the, the key to dealing with him is to get him off his spot mm-hmm. he said cuz they have stats that when you know the quarterback's off your spot uh the passer rating goes down and 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 that he, he you know and, and then he he's not that mobile so, Kess, somebody asks him, oh, what do you think Tom Brady's going to think? Because you said he's not mobile. <sighs> and he said, I feel like he's the kind of guy not going to know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't care less. <laughs> he's not going to worry about what, what I say. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a rookie. <laughs> Trying to hold down a spot, but it's and, a key and he's spot. Right, though he is, that's very good coaching. But everybody knows that. Right. Cowboys not the only ones to know that, and yet no one's been able to knock him off his spot. So the key is obviously the timing situation. There's also the intellect 
and the experience you have to overcome as well because he's going to be tight with the receivers. They're going to know what's going on at every time. They're going to know how to adjust everything he does. So that pressure has to be constant. It's got to keep him off balance. So should I point out uh, whatever I write before the game that last time they faced Tom Brady, they held him to one touchdown, and the only reason he got that touchdown is they blocked a punt uh, and recovered it at about the Cowboys' 20-yard line. Yeah, but you got to also point out the, the situation. Hell, you think the, it was raining? Yeah, it was raining. <laughs> I'm not going to – I want to give you that space. I like that. I like how you bear, talk about burying the lead. Right? You know, yeah, I like that. But uh, when it comes down to it, it's going to be a totally different Brady. And I think he's got more talent on this offensive team. No doubt. Than, no doubt. Than that team yeah, from last year. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, if you remember, I remember the Cowboys. Oh, two years ago, it was Amari Cooper when the, this this theory was going on. He doesn't play yeah, he well. He was soft. He yeah. doesn't play well on the road. Right. Well, right. two of the road games that year, one, he played one series against the Jets when he shouldn't have played at all because right. he was injured, and then two, he didn't catch any passes in that game. He was hurt. No, it was pouring down rain and nobody was catching but if anything. If I'm not mistaken, he had a little injury that day. I don't know if he was yeah. hurt or I not. Think it, All it, it was aggravated, re-aggravated, and went into we, the chest. We game. were hurt when yeah. we had to walk outside. Ugh. It was raining sideways because the wind was blowing about 25 miles an hour. Not only was it raining, the wind was blowing and it was cold. And there were n- neither. As a matter of fact, Dak had, if I remember, the Cowboys had better offensive numbers than New England. The 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 difference in the game was the block punt, and the fact that everyone kept pointing out that Dak had far superior talent on his team. So therefore, yeah. if you're going to match what Brady does, then of course you're going to lose because you you've got more talent. Did you look it up? Which one? That other, I thought you were looking up the game we were talking about. Oh no, no, okay. that's committed to memory. You got that one. <laughs> I was trying to remember the score. It was 13, 13, 13, 10. 13, 10. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. thirteen ten. It's committed to memory. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, committed. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the score, but I was committed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I was actually looking up the difference in age, Tom Brady and Micah Parsons. <laughs> So Brady's 43? 44. 44. He just turned 44. And Parsons is 22. 22. Yep. So. And even born. He was uh, Parsons would have been 11 months old when Brady was drafted in April of 2000. So there's your difference in age there. Yeah. And he was pretty savvy when he answered the question, talking about how good he was. Mm-hmm. Parsons is pretty slick. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He doesn't give much away because they keep talking to him. And that was one of the questions that didn't make the pregame show. Uh, they cut it off when I did it ahead of time with, uh, with before the Arizona game. Yeah, and uh, I was I asked him about uh, Parsons. I said, "How's he doing? You know, he's a rookie, and you got him doing so many different things." And he goes, "Well, now, do you want me to give away secrets of what we're doing?" <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's trying to ask Parsons how questions, many questions, how many, and, and he said because he can't get it from the coach, and he never and he never answered it. He he just said, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work, but I love it. He goes, you know, they recognize the uh, the abilities I have, and they're not putting any limitations on me. Hey, he's from Penn State. It's not like he's from some crazy. Conference. Yeah, but he was only there a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he learned. He learned. But something. he learned quick. He learned right? something, didn't he? <laughs> 
All right, we continue with more mixed shots, and I can't wait to hear mixed shot of the day when we come back. I'm putting the pressure on you. (laughs) At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest presented by Captain Morgan is back, and we're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or Everson Walls or others <laughs> for a chance to win a trip to I would Super win Bowl it. 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. All right, so our next time that we will convene will be next Tuesday, is that right? that's right. Okay. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Because okay. Monday's Labor Day. Yeah, it's not a holiday. It's a work day. To work day for you, it's a it's a holiday for others. <laughs> for, for, for the Cowboys, it's it's uh, it's yeah, Thursday. So this is that's right. Okay, so the Cowboys work week with a Thursday game today it's is basically game day. Yep, it's game day. So this they played a game today. That so was their practice today. Was game day. And then practice tomorrow they're tomorrow. practicing, which is a Monday. Monday. They're off Saturday, which is Tuesday. Tuesday. They're okay. Now the Wednesday practice is on Sunday, so mm-hmm. Sunday is the officially okay. And that'll be it's work a, week. a padded practice, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday will be a Thursday and Mon- uh, Monday. the Monday practice. They won't. They won't be doing much at all. Oh yeah. No Monday. They don't, they don't have a game to come off of. 
Oh, oh no! The, yeah. We're meaning I said the oh, Monday I practice. Normally, right. what they do yeah. is they come in like they, we used to do. Right? They run. Still the same, they do still the same. like a run. Right. They do meetings, but they don't have a game Tuesdays off that preceded that, though. Yeah, I know this but, particular but, time. Right. Yeah, but today's the game. Is what I'm saying. Right. right, but they are practicing tomorrow. They're off Saturday. They're back to work. It, it, it's like a Wednesday on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Monday will be like a Thursday. Of course. Then Friday's like a Tuesday, or Tuesday's, Tuesday's like, like a Friday. Friday. And then they're and traveling on Wednesday, Wednesday to Tampa. It's Saturday. Yeah, and then they put Thursday, Sunday. Got to get so basically, right. we're not we're not getting back together until it'll two be days a while. before the game. It'll be a while. So you got a lot of studying that you need to do. That's going to be so a wait, jam. Need, need to so come wait, up that's, with that's a lot a Tuesday, of mixed shots. But we need to play it as a Friday, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I will. And, and I'm really confused. When are we coming in for real? <laughs> we have a show on Wednesday. I believe we do. We have a show I think on Wednesday. Nine thirty. Okay. We have a show on Wednesday morning. Not Wednesday morning. Actually, that might be the next time we're doing. Yeah, that is we're, the we're next not. time. We're not doing Monday because it's late. It's and Tuesday. Labor Day. I think the other shows were. That's going. right. We That's come right. on Wednesday That's at nine thirty. Right. I'm the only one that got that right. That's right. It's in my. How about that? Got it right here. What about my research I'm going to do over the weekend? Well, I can't be better, here. You have Wednesday. more time. You can't be here at nine thirty. <laughs> I cannot be here Wednesday because I'm traveling to Tampa. They're going to not going to leave till. Oh, you're going. I'm traveling separate. Yeah. Yeah. So what times your flight? It's probably I may be able to call in. <laughs> call in from the <laughs> from airplane. There? Yeah. He'll be uh, at American Airlines Lounge. Here we are, thirty two thousand feet. Hey, can I get another drink here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so man, I'm excited about this weekend though. There's yeah. a lot of great college football this Central weekend. Central Michigan, by the way, three o'clock. Three o'clock on Saturday. Yes. You're playing Isn't that Cooper Gary Rush's team. Is that Gary Hogaboom's school? That's Cooper Rush's team. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah. School? Yeah. Yep. I tried on the Hogaboom. Is Gary? Wait. Eastern. Eastern. Eastern Michigan. Eastern. Okay. This is Central. Central Michigan. Oh, he's not from Texas, so Bill has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's Grambling got? What are they open? With? Man, I'm yeah, going this one. weekend to the Hall of Fame game. The oh, ACC. that's right. You that's said right. That. I will be in Canton, Ohio, trapped. By the way, because there's nothing to do in Canton except football stuff, and you can't get out. Well, just go to the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna do that. I might as well. So I will be part of the entertainment, all the uh, HBCU. Uh, Make sure you go see your picture in the HBCU yeah, Hall yeah, of that's Fame. old school, man. <laughs> Come on. We need, as as Bill Belichick told Gil Brandt, we need to make room for the Everson bust in the pro football. That's right. We just play. need to move that's that right. from the, the HBCU Hall of Fame over to the NFL Hall of Fame because mm-hmm. they've got a picture in there. Uh, but all of the guys are going to be there. Doug, Shaq, James Harris, uh, then Doug Williams, Greg Lloyd from from uh, Panthers, and I think uh, he was with the Steelers at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of great guys um, uh, that are there and and really represented. You're going to sit in the stands. Well. I actually won't be able to make the game. I'm leaving before the game. Oh, okay. All the things that go up before that. You're going to be part uh, of it. Oh, yeah, no doubt Good about for you. I've already done the interviews. I, I cracked on Doug Williams and his hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, I told him he went to the Erlacher Sanders uh, School of Hair. Uh, <laughs> I should have said House of Hair. That House of been Hair, better. right? Yeah but, yeah. but no, he's just trying to look younger. That's all. And so, Oklahoma's got? Tulane. That was a game that was originally oh, was scheduled for Tampa, New Orleans, right? and they moved it to Norman, 11 a.m. on Saturday. Is the Green Wave still and the see, home team? See, that's what I was asking about the pro yes, game. Yes, they are. They are the home that's team. That's what I was asking about the pro game. The yeah. Packers, instead of playing Packers playing on the road, Packers play at home because 
Saints? They're going to the play, play in Jacksonville. Yep. See, so why not just go to Green Bay? Well, because the Saints it, don't want to play. They don't want to play a, a, a home field. game at on the road, <laughs> which is what happened to them after Katrina. Remember, yeah, they had to play the Giants, of course, and they played at MetLife. Mm-hmm. And you know, they would have much preferred to play at AT and T Stadium since they're already here. Los Bucas. Yes. Oh yeah. Los That's right. Bucas. And so they couldn't because they're setting up for the concert. The contract had Mickey, Mickey's favorite group. The contract had them a, a three day lead up to the to the to the concert, so they, they must three really days have a lot prepare. of prep for this thing. You know, they're going to be uh, the Saints are uh, practicing at TCU starting Monday. Yes, so they should just play at TCU. I believe I saw your report last night. You have mm-hmm. to play in an NFL sanctioned stadium. That's a pretty good stadium there at TCU. Mm-hmm. I know, but it ain't mm-hmm. NFL. Well, I guess there are so some Sean changes Payton's, that you'd have to make as far as yeah, one hash of Sean Payton's and, offspring. Yeah, Connor is a student assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's his what? He's a he's a student assistant. Student assistant on the staff at TCU. TCU. I thought you meant on the Saints. I was going to say that's a dramatic rise. (laughs) (laughs) What expected? Man, but there's some great. I'll tell you what. If that game was at AT and T, I think I would have gone, or at least sat in the press box. Mm -hmm. Packers Saints. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. We'll see what Jameis is going to do. Well, okay, so you go to Jacksonville. Okay, here, here now. There's, there's, there are more people interested in Jacksonville Jaguar football now with Trevor Lawrence right. and Urban Meyer, and they should be. But by what the kind way. of crowd will they give? A larger crowd? They won't have a larger crowd for Saints and Packers, but they'll probably have a good showing there. Yeah, but but usually on games like that where there's not a season ticket base, where corporations have bought tickets and right. stuff, and it's just walk up. It's you not get walk be, up. Yeah. what twenty five? You think twenty five thousand? You know, and I, I, I'm waiting for somebody to say, yeah, but the Saints fans travel well. They, well, they yeah. can't. Get they out. do, they, but they, they can't go anywhere. going anywhere. You know what? They might be ready to go they somewhere because they have no electricity. Well, I know the people in Green Bay <laughs> want to get out of Wisconsin. <laughs> well, and, well, I mean, that's all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sadly, sadly, some of those people in New Orleans are probably already halfway somewhere. to Jacksonville. Somewhere else. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's right. Yeah, that's that's just awful. So. Just, I, I was. I saw a story the other night about. Uh, people that displaced and came here because it was the closest place they could find open rooms in hotels. I'm trying to get my Everything relatives was, to come. They're like, they're going to ride it out. They're and some lady just said, you know, we our money just got exhausted, and I don't know what we're going to do because we can't pay any more hotel fees. Well, Baton Rouge is scheduled to get some power probably this weekend. Hmm. So I talked to my cousin this morning. So it was good that LSU is playing at UCLA Saturday night. And they had to leave too. They've been practicing in Houston. In Houston, they yeah. tried to. It's, it's not just the power. You got to clean the place up. Yeah, right. Yeah, I heard they tried to come here, and they called like uh, thirty minutes too late after Peyton had already got a hold of the Cowboys, oh. and so, and then they couldn't fly to Houston. They had to bus. And it took them 10 hours. Wow. So they were in the traffic. They were in the traffic, got caught, all the people leaving. Dude, you could walk by the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could just walk. Just take your time and leisurely walk to Houston. Yeah, they were in like this long caravan, but they couldn't fly because they couldn't get a flight out of Baton Rouge. And the Saints got out just in time, by the way. And I saw somebody, somebody had to put found the need to put in the story that they were staying here at a hotel 
and that Gail Benson, the owner's picking up the tab for yes. the hotel and food. Yes. Well, what? You're going to make the players pay for their <laughs> right. room? They, they said graciously. Yes, they yes, used the you word saw that. Graciously. Yes. I'm like, that's not gracious. It's mandatory. <laughs> it's, it's like a road <laughs> Give game. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah. Graciously. Okay, what was he going to do? Go eat in his room and screw the other when, guy? When the, ki- when the Cowboys get to Tampa, Jerry, Jerry Jones on Wednesday is graciously paying for their rooms <laughs> right. before the game. Graciously. And they're going to feed them, too. Now, had they pointed that out, that they all also flew out family members to yes. get out of there, mm-hmm. and that's and that, where they, they used that paid term. That, yeah, that's the that's when that's they where they the should have used yes. it, not for yeah. the players. Mm-hmm. Come on, it's like, boy, do they got to move here? <laughs> Graciously, picking up the tab. So, Mickey, do you have a parting shot? I think that was it. What? <laughs> you, you want my parting shot of the guy that was driving like thirty miles an hour in a forty-five miles yeah, speed let's hear zone about today it. in let's a hear truck, about it. and I couldn't get around him, and I finally got in the right lane to get by him. And he's holding his hand, holding his food uh, phone in his right hand, and he's talking with his left hand. And I'm just going, who's driving the damn thing? <laughs> his knee. He's using his knee. He's talking. He's talking. He's talking with his, with his hand. He's got his knees down there. He's got the hands up here. That's how it goes. It's like, oh gosh. I saw more people with a phone in their hand this morning coming in than I think I ever have. Well, could be because they're trying to get in touch with relatives down in Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you stop the car and talk. Uh, go hands-free. And, and, you know, and they do have this, uh, you know, Bluetooth stuff in cars. I, mine's on speaker pretty much all the time. I'm I don't pick my phone yeah. up mm-hmm. when I'm talking. You can't drive, so that's yeah, why. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. You can't ride a bike without Well, that's true, too. <laughs> Let me tell you, I am the most aware bike rider there is these days. Every time I go on my bike, I think of you. Every time I hear a noise, I'm looking. And so today, right, there's always something, some dog come after me. Oh, God. Well, here's what and I did. And I had to, I had to, like, put it in, I had to go, right? pedal because it was a big dog mm-hmm. and so i'm pedaling real fast and finally I, I i tired him out right but there was a car coming the other way and i could see the people laughing at me right <laughs> look at this guy trying to outrun the dog hey honey look at this guy <laughs> <laughs> you know i i uh, pretty good shot there i right? ended up buying a is. car rack today a bike rack today for my car because mm. i was thinking of you wow because usually i've been riding through the neighborhood i'm gonna stop doing that i'm just gonna take it to a trail i'm gonna yes. take it to a path and do it the proper way. So I'm, I'm trying to stay out of the neighborhood. As much as we think it's safe, you know, half the time I could run over somebody if they came out of nowhere. So right. Now, you're, you're a jogger, good. right? And Yeah, jogger. Uh, when you jog, do you jog on roads? Yes. Okay. So when you, uh, how about a two-lane road? Do you ever jog on a two-lane road? I'm always on the sidewalk. Okay. Yeah. 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 And if I'm in the road, I'm going against traffic. Yes, you have to yes. go against, against traffic. traffic. Mm-hmm. That's a pet peeve of mine. Against traffic. That it's also a pet peeve. I can't jog anymore because of my knee. But uh, I would always, <laughs> I, when I'm jogging, even on a two-lane road, if there's no cars coming, okay, I'm fine. But I would go ahead and get on the grass. Right. Okay? It's just you just never know what they exactly. You, can't you don't know whether coming. a guy's going to be on right. the phone or That's whatever, right. not paying attention, and uh, you know. And no, I, I give them all the road. I, I tr- you can have it all. Right. Go. Yeah. When I hear you coming, you can have so, it. All. So now, when I'll pass someone <laughs> that's going to get, you know. Get over. Yeah, get Come over. on. <laughs> get out this road, you bum. <laughs> All right. So that, All right. that was our parting shots. Till next week. Okay. Next and week. so now. Wednesday. It's, it's game week. It'll be game eve on yes. Wednesday. Yes. So. All right. We will 
talk at you again here on Mix Shots on Wednesday morning. Have a great Labor Day weekend, everybody. Uh, Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!